to this show an hour after I record. Okay? So, it's not live. Anyway, we got a good show today. Uh, gonna let you guys listen to some music here. And, of course, me talk to you guys. So, what do you think about the show? Do you like it? Do you want it? Do you need it? Good, good, and good. I've been busy with stuff, as I always tell tell you. I've you know been busy with projects, constantly busy with co- projects. So um, this <clears throat> e studio radio show is my project as well. So don't think that I'm neglecting you guys because you, the listeners, I'm always going to. Uh, always gonna be there for you broadcasting you know so got some topics today um, on the show so welcome to the show guys We're going to have, our first thing we're going to do is we're going to have a call-in from Books and More um, about the question that I posted on uh, Friday night. Sorry, I'm a little late, but, you know, things to do, places to go, and friends to see. But anyway, we're going to play this call-in from Books and More. She was commenting on when I made the question about what would you do in the zombie apocalypse if that happens would you serve the zombies or would you just say hey bite me (laughs) yeah so let's listen to her answer on that Hey, Elisha, I agree that being eaten alive would be horrible and I'd like to think that I'd be brave enough to let them eat me, but I have a feeling that the zombie elders would prolong the suffering of those who challenged them, so I would probably end up serving them in the end, especially if it would help me protect my family. And then, of course, we could always come up with an escape plan later, although if they take over the planet, then we're pretty much screwed. So, anyway, I'll talk to you later. Bye. What up, kid? What up, kids? What up, sons? What up, daughters? This is Elisha from East Studio. In this section, I'm going to be talking about losing the greats. And I'm going to explain what that means, losing the greats. Guys, this is kind of a serious subject to me and probably to you as well. I think everyone's thought of this. I not the only one I'm not in any way thinking that I'm the only one thinking of this because I'm not everyone has thought of this I'm sure at one point in their life um, and that's losing the greats as in 
the great people of this world, you know, in all honesty, let's just say it like this. If you're just basically going through life, you want to do the ordinary thing, you know, wife and kids, if you're going to be raising a family, if you're not, then just you with maybe a date here and there, girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever, go to your job nine to five, you know, to work hard, go to college, maybe create a life for yourself. So that you can have a successful life, as in quote unquote, a successful life. You're in your career of your dreams or career that you want to pay the bills to keep alive. Most of us do that, right? Okay. We live out our lives. I'm not trying to be morbid, but basically waiting to die, right? I mean, not really. I don't want to sound too negative and morbid or anything but when you really look at it we're all trying to get a you know like live comfortably so that we can eventually uh, um, how do you collect a pension so that we can retire comfortably so that we can leave this world in a better state than on the streets or, you know, in a nursing home, possibly, or whatever. We don't want to go hard. So we're kind of living our lives out and trying to, um, you know, create a life that is going to, you know, we're going to want to enjoy our life, but basically live it out, go on vacation, visit other places and stuff. You know, that's, that's the usual. Everybody wants to travel somewhere, go on vacation, go on, go to a beach, go to a nice place. My point is, and I know I'm sounding a little, little dark here, but not so much. I think that's just like my philosophy, not my philosophy, but my perspective on some people's lives as it were um but being a great person being the great the greats are the people that stand out the people that accomplish crazy things in their journey of life now i don't want to make you you think that i'm saying that if you haven't accomplished something really crazy exotically Amazing, then you're just waiting to die because that's not what I mean. That was maybe, maybe I shouldn't have said that. Maybe I should say we're all just most of us are leaving normal lives, mediocre, maybe a little bit above mediocre for some of us, but mediocre. Let me talk you talk to you about the greats, okay? Bruce Lee was a great, right? well world renowned martial artist not only a world renowned martial artist very very provocative and very well known and talented in acting as well in the acting world you might say uh he just fought he wasn't an actor but he was he did good acting but his of course his specialty was fighting yeah no doubt no argument there 
But my point is he was a great. He accomplished that. And then also in the martial arts part, because in other words, he was from another country who in America, especially back then, was discriminated against as in as so were a lot of minors minors being minorities that's what i meant not minors <laughs> minors sounds like kids minority as was a lot of minorities back in the day and even still some today but it's getting better um <clears throat> but my point is is that he accomplished and really really took a hold of that in the Hollywood industry and became one of the best well-known actors in Hollywood, martial artist-wise and actors. I mean, he like I said, he wasn't known. He wasn't no Marlon Brando, but he, did, he was an actor and he was well-known and really made martial art movies and was top of the line. Now, he also created... What was that martial art? Jeet Kune Do. <clears throat> I have to reference that, but he he basically created that martial art tactic. It was his own. He made it his own. He was a great person. One of the most more, one of the most influential martial artists and philosophers in our in some of our times. <clears throat> you millennials, you probably you know he wasn't alive in your time, but. I'm sure some of you who like martial arts or even some movies would know who Bruce Lee is and can at least respect him. But that's one one of the greats. James Brown, the king of funk and soul, well-renowned, well-known artist in the music industry, king of the soul. Now, he is gone because mostly because of um well complications I mean I guess from his heart and everything I forget exactly but he was in the uh over the hill type of uh venue so I'm not gonna really talk too much about that I mean he was a great though but let's talk about the greats that went real soon that's one of the things that I wanted to talk about in this segment we're gonna get into that in the next segment. Thank you. Hey. Talking about the greats. This is the second segment of talking or losing the greats. Alright. And uh, I like this section, this segment, because it just... I think it begs to let you think a little bit. Now, like I said, I'm sure everyone's thought about this a couple of times. Um, Talking about James Brown, but I'm not going to spend too much time on him because he was a little bit, you know, he was of age, so to speak. I think he died a little bit too early, maybe just a little bit, but mm, he was of age. Um, in other words, he wasn't young, too young. So, um, yeah. So I'm not going to get into too much of that, of, of him being too young. But most of these greats that I'm talking about, yeah, they died too young. And that's what I wanted to get into. Um, another one, 
you know, I was talking about Bruce Lee. He was a great, he was, I mean, I grew up with him. He was already dead, I believe, when I was, like, still young. I forget when he died, uh, but, um, like, what year he died. But he, he died, I believe, in the late 70s, I forget. Anyway, he was a great because of his martial arts. He changed the the world of martial arts. He made it to where he basically kind of put it as in Americanized. Him and Chuck Norris. Chuck Norris was big too, as far as that, and still is. And but. You got to understand, Bruce Lee brought that whole Chinese connection type thing with the authentic, um, he didn't really like calling it karate, he liked martial arts or, you know, that the Jeet Kune Do that he created was, because karate um, was, is basically, or was basically um, a style of form exact form and everything and a lot of martial arts is and Jeet Kune Do was more of free flowing more more outside of the box type you know still you know there was technique to it but it wasn't so free form and just or I mean it wasn't just so formal as isn't compared to karate and uh, kung fu and all that other stuff all the other martial arts and they had a certain style, whereas Jeet Kune Do did too, but it kind of, in a way, he's kind of like the first mixed martial artist, if you really want to think about it, because he mixed different things, and basically was saying that, you know, it all, you know, he, he his book and everything kind of spoke to that, that whole thing, that whole value of not just sticking with one form. Um... Because not all fights are going to use that. And in a way, he was right. That's why mixed martial arts is so popular. Now, there's a lot of talk about other people starting mixed martial arts. And yeah, they started it in a different way. For sure, they got it famous. But the true mixed martial arts um, pioneer was Bruce Lee, in my opinion. And you can call in if you want to refute that. That's fine. I mean, I, I welcome it because... Um, I like that kind of conversation and debate or whatever you want to call it. So if you do, if you do disagree, if you're a martial art, uh, mixed martial artist fan, like you like the MMA and you like, uh, <clears throat> what is it called? What's the, the octagon? Where is that? I forget. I forget. I'm brain dead right now with that, but you know what I'm talking about? Famous um, company that does the MMA fighting, the Octagon. I forget. I, I'm totally brain farting right now. Right now, but my point is, is that he was the pioneer of that. The whole, the very roots of it. Jeet Kune Do, I think, started that whole thing, that whole movement, and a lot of people argue with that. One of the things I want to get into, maybe I'll put in this in a, in a rant, or a um maybe another segment and a continuation maybe tomorrow but i want to just mention michael white 
that guy, the, the martial artist, that the, the African-American or black, whatever you want to call it, martial artist, who's an actor. He played in a lot of movies. Really good act. I, I liked him. I actually liked him up until he said that if that he can kick Bruce's ass, that he would beat Bruce Lee. I got so pissed off at that. The fact that he said that he seemed like a cool guy. And he said that. I'm going to leave that for the next segment because I'm going to rant about that. I seriously want it. So you guys do your research if you don't know who Michael White is. If you don't know who I'm talking about, Michael J. White. <clears throat> he's a... Uh, he's a he, I lost all respect for that dude once I heard him say that because he's full of shit. Um, excuse my language. I don't really always swear on this channel, on this station. So, but yeah. I don't like him. I get mad because, first of all, you saying that about a martial artist that was top of his game and the and the top. I'm gonna leave this for another segment because I can get into it. You guys can stay tuned for tomorrow because I'll I'll talk about that. Anyway, we're talking about the greats, losing the greats. I'm not gonna give him two segments. Um. So there's another great, Brandon Lee. Brandon Lee is another great that I, we lost. And these are greats, like I said, that we lost too soon. Think about it, guys. <clears throat> We're losing people that are changing the world through their, their lives and through their venues that they're talented at. Bruce Lee was talented, the most talented uh, martial artist in the world, as far as known. I mean, you know, somewhere in the freaking jungle of Africa or some jungle of freaking Brazil is probably a martial artist that just can kick the crap out of anyone. But he wasn't discovered. I'm talking about known. So stick with me. Bruce Lee, best well-known martial artist, influential in the world. And he changed the face of the world because of his talent. Brandon Lee did too, in a way. He was Bruce Lee's son. Obviously, he was beginning and he was beginning to rise on that top of venue. With you know, he was in acting as well, and he was a pretty good actor too. I watched his movies. Love, <coughs> loved him in uh, Big Trouble in Little Tokyo, and um, that was a movie that probably none of you know. So it was a B-rated movie with Dolph Lundgren and Brandon Lee. Maybe you do know it. But I liked that movie. Um, and then also The Crow. Most people know that one. There was another one that's in my mind and I can't remember for the life of me. I can't remember. Oh, Rapid Fire. That was one. He was good in those, like, literally, he was a good actor. I mean, watch The Crow, the first one. The other ones were shit. And again, there's a swear word, but, I mean, seriously, it almost kind of disrespects the whole thing. They should have left The Crow alone and and just left that with him and not try to make a sequel because they were all crap. You took the whole image that Brandon Lee was making in that movie and then you took, you, you just ruined it. <clears throat> I hate it that they even made a dime on the other ones. But anyway, I might be sounding a little dark here today. But part of it is because this is this segment of losing the greats 
these segments are me being a little pissed about losing the greats. So if you don't want to hear that, then, you know, turn the channel. That's fine. But this is just, you know, me kind of bringing some, uh, some of my thoughts on that. So we're going to get into that in the next segment as well. Okay, so, yeah, Brandon Lee was a great, he was, I would say, before he can even really start rising, like, he was starting to rise, he didn't reach his peak, though, like Bruce Lee did, Bruce Lee reached his peak, and he was gonna stay up there, I I think, in that peak for a long time, you know, for a while, like, uh, Steven Seagal did. You know, Steven Seagal climbed, and then he stayed up for a while, and he's still kind of up there. People kind of, he doesn't make much movies anymore that hit box office. A lot of his movies now are just <laughs> B-rated, and really, for for a reason, partly is because he's over the hill, and he's washed out as far as, <clears throat> like, he's a martial artist, no doubt, and he is a master in his craft, and he's on to other things. He's got a band, and he's been playing in a band and he does other things I'm sure he directs actually I know he directs and produces um, his movies and also probably does others but so he's into other things but yeah he's pretty much done with his career as a martial artist starring the show or whatever or doing anything really good or newsworthy box office worthy his older films in the 90s were awesome. I don't watch any of his new stuff because once I seen Glimmer Man, I was done. I'm sorry, guys. If any of you like Glimmer Man, I'm sorry. I hope I don't offend you, but that was just a pile of steaming crap. Once I seen that they used wire work on him, I was done. I was like, no, okay. Because if, you, if you're a real Steven Seagal fan and you watch his other stuff, yeah, they, you can tell he totally just, I'm not going to say sold out. I think that's a little cliche. I don't think he sold out, but kind of like it was just a, it was a cheap thing to do. I don't know why he agreed to it. I think I can almost picture him arguing up until the fact where he was told that he he had to do it or he wouldn't be able to make the movie. I think the producers wanted him to do a wire work, and he said nah, and they made him do it for money or whatever or something. I don't know, but it's it just wasn't him, and it was stupid, <clears throat> and it wasn't even really a good movie. The whole, yeah, it was not good, <clears throat> but that ruined it for me, and then a lot of his movies were stupid like that too. And they were more for trying to get him in mainstream, break him in there, and just do the mainstream thing. Because a lot of martial artists do wire work. And I don't mind that if it's their style. Like Jet Li, he does wire work. But he has some skill too, no doubt. So don't get it misconstrued. He does do really good. I mean, Jet Li, how can you not Jet Li? But he does do wire work as I'm sure all you know, especially in his China films. You can tell, I mean, he's walking on people, running on people and stuff. I mean, wire work, obviously. <clears throat> but the thing is, if that's not your style, 
it's not your style of fighting, don't do it. Because that's Kung Fu. The Kung Fu movies, that's tradition uh, as far as wire work. That's just tradition. But Aikido, and especially Aikido the way Steven Seagal did it, uh, I'm just getting off off topic here. But anyway, you can tell I'm I'm pretty, I grew up with martial art films. Uh, And always loved it. But anyway, back to the point, Brandon Lee was a great, Bruce Lee was a great, they're both father and son, they died too early, way too early, and that's really horrible, because they were going to change, they already did change the whole world, with as far as martial arts is concerned, especially with, in America, definitely had great influence in America, changed the whole freaking future, the whole plane, do you guys realize that, the whole plane? Again, another great, Michael Jackson. Yeah, of course, I'm going to mention him. You're like, oh, why would you mention him? Come on, we already know this, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, of course, I'm going to mention him. Michael Jackson, king of pop, changed the face of freaking popular music. I mean, I can name, I can name at least three artists, actually two. The other guy, I don't remember his name, but geez, Louise, freaking, uh, Justin Timberlake, Usher, and there's some other dude that sounds just like him, and I forget his name, but he, they're all have, they all have a Michael Jackson strong influence, you can see in their music, their style of singing, there is no artist in popular music, as far as a male artist, that has more influence than Michael Jackson did, another one died too early, now, if you also notice all of the ones that I mentioned, except James Brown, like I said, he was definitely a no, uh, uh, <clears throat> what do you call it? A worthy mention, honorable mention, because he, he was the king of funk and soul. King of soul, actually. The king of funk, I think, who took that title? Quincy Jones. Maybe not Quincy Jones. Uh, what's the guy's name with the color rainbow dreads? I forget. Anyway, we're not going to get into that. He's not dead. <clears throat> um, but yeah, all of these guys that I mentioned, except for James Brown, not only did they die way too early, and they were literally the king of what their genre and their talent was, well-known, top of the line, changing the world, they also died mysteriously. All of them. Every single one of them. It was mysterious, mystery shrouded in it. Why are all the greats dying? You know, if you think about the way the music generation's going, the, the music, uh, <clears throat> and yeah, I'm I'm kind of old school, but I like new stuff. I I love music because, as you know, I I create it. Um, I think the music industry is changing and has changed into something different, especially pop culture. Pop culture is just weird. The things that literally make hits and platinum, it's not about talent anymore. It's not about musical talent anymore. And you can tell. If you don't know that, then you're living under a rock. Or you're in denial. Mm, That was good. I'm drinking a Gatorade slushy. It's really good, guys. But, um, yeah, 
you're in denial or you're living under a rock. I mean, come on. No, there, that doesn't mean all of it's crap. I'm just saying that literally think about it. Popular music, even hip-hop, which has become pop in its own right, but still hip-hop, if you can call it that, it's kind of morphing and evolving into, well, I wouldn't say evolving. I would say maybe devolving or just changing into something else. <clears throat> but it's it's all popular and it's all driven wait for it it's all driven all the music industry is driven by now is trend fads trending whatever's trending let's make a freaking song about it or let's make a song about something that we think can trend or will trend it doesn't have to be talent freaking if you can't sing throw some auto-tune in there but that's the that's the music industry now it really is in a nutshell yeah there's some intricacies there for sure and yes there are some exceptions I'm not saying that no one in the music industry has talent there's a lot of others but Alicia Keys she's a very talented person she went to a school um, one of the best in New York she actually has talent she is a musician there's others to mention as well that I'm, I don't need to mention. You know, if you have a favorite artist that you love and you know that they're a musician, you know who I'm talking about. Those people that are actually talented, that are musically talented and really do have something to bring to the table. Those people I'm not talking about. I'm talking about just the pop, the pop artist. They really can literally make up a steaming pile of crap and if it's trending it will sell and go platinum and that's sad that literally you don't have to have talent it's the same thing on YouTube that I noticed a lot of people that I look on on YouTube that have talent beyond belief they don't have as much views as the people that are just doing dumb stuff on there that don't have no talent but literally happen to have a camera and maybe some weird idea and then it just goes viral and then they get big because our world is weird and I like that it's weird I like that certain crazy things can go viral. I'm not knocking that I'm just saying it's just crazy that we live in a world that someone that tries real hard that has talent and they're going on YouTube and they do something they're doing all right but they aren't as big as the people that just you know or at least the videos that just don't have talent so I say all that kind of going off track but really not because it's kind of coupled with the point I'm trying to make about the greats that we're losing the greats that we're losing they're gone and it's kind of sucking because the world is changing the world they changed the world into what they did and now that world is changing again too but I think it's being diluted to where it's kind of hard if you do have the talent or you do have the gifts it's just making it a little bit harder now I think if you really have true talent and you really have a passion you should just break through that crap anyway by no means am I saying hey you should quit because of it but it is getting convoluted diluted with crap a cesspool of shit that if you want to make it through you got to swim through some shit and it kind of sucks 
So on to the last sec- segment. The next segment will be the last of losing the greats. Well, I will mention some others. All right. Last segment, guys, of losing the greats. I can mention a lot of greats that we lost. In the comedy world, Robin Williams, he was a great. I'm not going to say he changed the whole comedy bit, but kind of. He was a very great comp comedian and also starting to just get into acting that was unreal. Like he, he was a great actor. He did some dramas that, that weren't comedy that literally can put tears in your eyes. He was an amazing actor. I, I, one of the movies that I loved him in and it wasn't even just him, but he played, he, he was a great actor in, um, in, uh, Goodwill Hunting as the uh, shrink, the psychiatrist of uh, the Matt Damon's character. If you ever watched that movie, he was he played a great part. I watched that movie a lot in it because it's one of my favorite movies. And <clears throat> I mean, he just did amazing in that. There's other ones too, um, serious movies that he played in. He just started getting to be a really good actor. Now, I'm not trying to put any conspiracy behind him. And not really trying to put any behind the others. What I feel is that our world is changing so much that, and everything's just so cesspoolish, um, just kind of crazy. Whereas, even if it was proven that there was foul play with any one of those people. Michael Jackson, Bruce Lee, all that. I mean, it wasn't, it isn't really proven, but it's very strongly believed. Even if it was proven, I think people would just go on about their day and it would be a bad story, something that we wouldn't like. And we would definitely would just put distrust in the society and the government and everything. Not really the government, because I don't really know. Saying the government did it is so vague anyway. You can't just say the government did it. Um, That kind of thing is like a conspiracy nuts saying anyway. Because what part of the government? There's so many parts of the government. It's so compartmentalized, it's not even funny. So I don't really usually like to say that anyway. But someone did it um, as far as if you want to believe that. um, Conspiracies, someone did it. But in this, I can't prove none of that. That is... um, someone that killed Michael Jackson or anyway, but a lot of people strongly believe that it was done um uh Latoya Latoya Jackson I think she's one of them <clears throat> I don't know what Janet thinks but anyway um there is something strange there my my point is it's really crazy that the world is turning to a certain point of talentless society as far as talentless Wonders and 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 look at our martial arts um, venue on, on in Hollywood now. We don't really have any more martial artists that are making really good movies. Jackie Chan, always great, but he's kind of stringing towards other type of venues. I don't know. I think he's he's kind not on a downwards file. I don't want to say that because he's been great. His career's been great. And he's probably moving on to bigger things or other things. 
Jet Li, you haven't seen him in nothing yet. What happened to Tony Jaw? If you know who that is, what happened to him? I mean, he's alive. I'm not saying, oh, where is he? Is he dead? I'm saying, what is he doing? There's no martial art movies that are out there. So, but there would be if, I think if, well, maybe, maybe if Bruce Lee was still alive, he would be retired and done. I couldn't say because he's passed away. So I couldn't really say anything about that except that I think that the movie uh, industry as far as martial arts is concerned would be changed but now you have more so these actors that are getting trained and choreographed in other words can make anyone look like a martial artist they can play in a martial artist movie even though even if they don't know nothing about martial arts they can get a trainer and make them look good on tv but anyway I don't want to get into a whole intricacy of that I'm just saying, basically, it's crazy, and this is the mysterious part about it. Everyone that is good, in, that is dead, the greats that are dead, <clears throat> they're talented and they change the world in the venue, and now that they're dead, that all those are taking a turn for the worse. Hollywood's in trouble, if you haven't noticed. And if you haven't noticed, maybe you need to notice. That Hollywood doesn't do anything really innovative anymore. They don't. They, this is the generation of remakes, reboots, and 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 writing or making movies of something or books that's already been written. Now, of course, a lot of movies, most movies, most movies are written from books or are made from books. But I'm talking about the reboots, the remakes and things. That's the generation we live in. They make and remake. Now, the king of Hollywood right now is Walt Disney. Disney World, because they own everything now. They're buying up all these. I don't want to get into all this right now, but it's kind of taking me there. Um, so I'm not gonna go any further. I can start a whole another segment there. But basically, I'm trying to say that with all the greats deceased, that venue that they were great in is changing, and it's changing for the worse. It's like. It's getting into a cesspool of shit, just of non-talented people. The last people I'm going to mention here is a great example of that. Tupac and Biggie, the probably the biggest icon most talked about as far as the greats being lost. Two iconic, I mean, this is just like the martial arts icons of Brandon Lee and his, son, his father, Bruce Lee and Brandon Lee, two icons of the acting martial artists industry and they're done they're gone I just yawned not because this is boring but because I'm tired but yeah they're, they're gone all the icons Tupac and Biggie biggest icons they changed the whole freaking landscape of hip hop now of course the NWA did too a big part of that was Easy e he's gone but that's something because he was sexually active and caught HIV. That's a fact. I don't feel there's any mystery in there. He was out about it. He totally... Anyway. And Ice Cube's still around, but they broke up and they don't do the NWA. But they changed as well. They changed the whole thing too, but they changed more so hip-hop into gangster rap and created gangster rap. But <clears throat> Tupac and Biggie, they were... I wouldn't call them gangster rappers. I would call them just a little bit hard 
as far as ghetto, like, real, let's talk about the streets type rappers. I don't feel they were gangsters. Like, even Tupac with his thug life, if you really read into it, especially what he was talking about, with his thug life, it wasn't about just gangsterism. Some of it was. He was young, so he probably was still coming into his whole persona. But my point is, is they changed hip-hop forever. And then when they died, it was like a whole big sewer. The floodgates of a sewer just came in, flooding, flooding it with just shit. (laughs) Flooding the hip-hop industry with just piles and piles of shit. I'm sorry, but hip-hop... It's not dead, I don't believe, but it's starting to be. I think, uh, I would say it's changing, it's mutating into something pretty ugly. But don't get me wrong, there's some artists that are good in hip-hop too. Like I said, in all venues, pop artists, there's some pop artists that are good too. But as far as a whole, in general, hip-hop is changing into something really crappy where it's also just a whole bunch of crap and it's more so... Let's just talk about crap and just stupid stuff over a sick beat. That's nice. And then and then pop is kind of the same way. Make a nice beat, a nice mu- uh, music piece, and then just sing trendy stuff over it. Stuff that trends. Or just talk about relationships and stuff, and that always works. Stuff that works. It's just, just convoluted. That's my point. And there's no real greats. Whitney, Whitney Houston is another one. There ain't no one like Whitney Houston, guys. No one that can sing like her or as good. Well, Alicia Keys comes close, I think. But Whitney Houston, she had pipes that, geez. I mean, a great, another great. Anyway, I'm ending this segment, guys, and you just think about that. Just think about that, how it's all the greats. They Not only did they die, and not only were they great and they changed the world, but they died too soon. The people that I mentioned died young, really young. And it's crazy because they were so influential in changing the world. Because if you change media, anything in media, if you change it, it's going to change the world because the world is pretty much influenced totally directly by media. The media, music, radio, TV, news, the movies, it all forms and shapes our society. If you don't believe that, just check society out. Look at people. Do some people watching for a while. Listen to people's conversations, how they act, how they walk, how they talk. It's all influenced by media. And if you don't believe that, like I said, just people watch. Just just check it out. Um, it's a fact. It's happening. So what my point is, is that these people that died, these greats that influenced music, media, and all that stuff are now gone, gone too soon, gone so young, so what, what are we, I'm not going to say what are we going to do, because, I mean, we can't raise them from the dead, and it could be other people, there's other people that could be great, you can be great, I can be great, so let's all be great, and I don't want to sound corny, but that's what I'm trying to say, let's, we got to be great, and, you know, 
whatever it is, whether it's a conspiracy or not, or just found, happens to be that all the greats are dead and all the people that are influential that changed the world are dead and died too young and died mysteriously and there's all this mystery shrouded on it. it. Whether it's a conspiracy or not, you need to fight it by being all you can be. And we need to support the people that are great, that are truly talented. Because like I said, it's just being, it's just becoming, this world is becoming pretty crazy with just some crazy stuff. Our whole psyche, as far as our, our, our minds and everything is influenced by all that. Everything that happens around us influences our mind, whether you realize it or not. You have a subliminal mind. You have a subconscious and it's the, your environment. That's why the whole saying, you're a product of your environment, it has some truth to it. If your environment is really harsh, obviously you're going to know that you're gonna, it's going to change you. It's going to make you who you are. You can break out of it. You, you won't have to be a violent person. You don't have to be a product of your environment, but it will affect you. Whether you like to admit it or not, it will. And if you have a kind, loving environment, then that will affect you as well. So everything that happens that's crazy around us, all the stuff that's happening, it's affecting us subconsciously and even some somewhat consciously. So think about that. I just wanted to have these segments to let you guys think. And I'm going to have those, you know, now and then when it creeps upon me because I like to think about those kind of things. And uh, maybe you guys can help me with what we should do. I'm trying to do my part. I want to be big on YouTube eStudio. That's my vision. I want it to be big. I want to be known. I want to have a big voice because I think that's a big thing that could change the world, especially if you're brave because a lot of those people that were great and even the people that are alive today that are great, there are some great people I think that are that potential of being great too. All those people have people that they know or thought that they loved or that are friends have people telling them that they can't do it or some other people trying to stop them or just hate on them. Well, they need the support from you, from their fans so that they can rise above all that. I mean, they can rise above it all, but most people like artists and all that, and they need you, they need their fans. Their fans are what make them great. Think about it. If nobody loved Michael Jackson, even if he was talented and nobody loved him, would he be as great? No. Would he be as influential? No, because people wouldn't like him. His fans made him who he is. He did, but it's a whole weird thing. You guys know. Fans make you who you are. Your people that that support you, they help rise you up. So anyway, that's the end of the show, guys. Today, I don't want to go on and on. I could. Tomorrow, I think I'm going to go on (laughs) in more depth of with the Hollywood thing. And then also Michael J. White and how why I don't really like him. And I'll even add a clip about him saying that he can kick Bruce Lee's butt. And how much bullcrap I think that is. And also how wrong I think and disrespectful it is too. So, and I'm sure he's already gotten crap about it, but I want to 
bring on the crap some more. So anyway, you guys have a good night. Thank you for listening to the show, as always. Please, as always, please uh, comment and uh, message if, uh, your thoughts on these segments. Um, always want to hear your guys' thoughts and your comments. And if you think that uh, I'm just talking out my ear hole, well, then come talk on in as well. Come call in and tell me because I want to know that too. So you guys have a good night and thank you.